She's drinking alcohol, and then we're gonna do this show, and then maybe we'll slur our words a little bit because we're a little bit drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm perfectly fine. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on foxy yet dodgy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the, the final, final girl. girl. Hi, welcome to Horror Movie Survival, survival Guide. Guide. I'm Julia. I'm Terry. Uh, this week we'll be talking about Let, Let the, the Right, right one, one In. <gasps> the episode title is Squeal Piggy. Uh, this movie's tagline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie, are we going to say Ellie or Eli? Because it's it, Ellie. It's Ellie. Okay. Because it's spelled Eli. Ellie is 12 years old. She's been 12 for over 200 years mm-hmm. and she just moved in next door. Wow, I didn't know it was over 200. I did not read the tagline before I watched the movie or anything. I just was like, I've tried to look at as little when I know we're going to do a movie. I try to like avoid it like the plague, like avoid reading anything about it. And then it's all a pleasant surprise, right? It is every damn thing. It's so wonderful. Uh, This movie was made for $4 million and it made $7 million. I thought I'm this, surprised it didn't make more. Me too. I thought this movie did really well. I mean, enough to like they made it again in America, right? Sure. Like it's brilliant. Yeah. The, the cinema, cinema. Yes, I've had some whiskey. Ha-ha. The cinematography is gorgeous. Um, just from the beginning, watching the snowfall, I was like, oh, I'm into like this like Nordic whatever like yeah. adventure. Uh, did you know that this film takes place in 1982? I knew it was old school, but honestly, it could be any time. Yeah, I really didn't think about it. And it then I found timeless. out and I, was, I looked back and I was like, yeah, okay. But they never make a big deal out of it. Like it's never announced what year it is. It I literally just, looks like, like it could be yesterday because uh-huh. of the way people dress this, the like the damn same. Yeah, that, that cycle we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Uh, the hipster cycle. Yeah, <laughs> The hipster cycle. Mm-hmm. So we first meet Oscar, who yeah. is living in this uh, very kind of sad apartment block where we first see him reflected in a mirror uh, in his underwear where he has a knife, brandishing a knife and saying, squeal, piggy, squeal. Yeah, it's kind of unsettling. I was like, ooh, what's going on, this kid? And then I was like, Lord of the Flies, question mark, because he's like talking about piggy and stuff. And that's the first thing I had of like, I was like, little kid's gone bad. Like, what's going on in his life? What's happening? Well, he's got a very like sweet face. Very. And then he starts with that and you're like, oh, no, something's wrong with this kid. It feels very off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's uh, there's somebody who is moving in next door and yep. uh, blocking up the windows. And I was like, uh-oh, old guy in the window blocking up mm-hmm. the windows, putting up like yeah, cardboard. And we learn uh, a little bit about Oscar at school because he mm-hmm. talks about how uh, there's a fireman who comes in and said someone had uh, set fire to a house, but they knew that the body that they found had not been burned in the fire. How did they know this? And Oscar realizes there's no smoke in the lungs. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do you know that? And he's like, oh, I read a lot of books. So then we realize that Oscar has a murder scrapbook that he keeps. And I will tell you, I have watched a lot of horror movies and anybody who has a horror movie scrapbook, or not a horror movie, because I have a horror movie scrapbook. I do, not, I do not have a murder scrapbook. Thank that God. indicates that you're no good. Really? Yeah. If you have a scrapbook like that? If you're keeping scrapbook of people's murders, you're pretty much a serial killer. Because it's just like... But what, what about what a, that? What about... Okay, I'm thinking back to like the Oculus girl though. Like she had like 
mm-hmm. all that stuff that she'd printed but, out. But she was using it for a purpose. If you're just like interested he in murder, know. right? It will we come don't. in. It does come in hand. <laughs> so Oscar, I would just say if, if if you meet somebody and they have a murder scrapbook. It's not a good sign. It's like, you know, or if they have it like a collage on their wall. Okay. If they have a collage on the wall, that would be off putting. I feel like, I don't know. It depends on like, I feel like he's, it's a signifier because he's from this like broken home. Yes. I felt like it was one of those things where he's like looking at things of like worst case scenarios. So he like, is like, if I'm ever in this situation, I know how, I feel like he's like an ultimate prepper, Mm -hmm. which are also kind of, if you're a prepper, sorry, no offense, but as I'm about to offend you, um, like I feel like, you know, it's you're definitely, it's a different level of like consciousness where you have to sure. think about all the things that are going to go wrong. Right. Well, so, so we, yes, yes, but we find out that Oscar is being badly bullied by some people at school. And when you first meet him, you kind of, they kind of let you think that maybe he's the bully because he's the one with the knife and squeal piggy and stuff. But then you realize, oh, those are the things being said to him. Mm-hmm, he's and heard those things. So yeah. these murder fantasies are actually revenge fantasies where he's now gotten kind of obsessed with how can he get revenge on these people who make his life so miserable. Like a living hell. They're really mean though. Whip him with uh and a then switch yes. and like i mean like literally like really hard and across the face yeah cutting his face mm-hmm. this sweet little like pristine little, i mean this boy looks like the sweetest little cherub he's like this little toe head mm-hmm. looks big doe eyes you know what i mean though like you just again you want to just wrap him up and like because it looks so cold out there too. Yeah. You just want to wrap him up and hold him. Yes. And the, the casting is very good because mm-hmm. he, he does look like a very sweet boy. And yet, mm-hmm. uh, and so we also meet um, Ellie's handler who is methodically cleaning his murder kit. Yeah. He's got a kit because he's got to go out there to help Ellie to like make sure she's fed. Yes. So, he's, so it's his job basically. It's his right? job. It's his, she's, his Ren, she's her Renfield. Yep. And he's, but as we know. Never going to get a reward, my friend. Nope. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, no, Renfield, it's not going to go well for you, my friend. And, you know, and you you look at this guy and it's clearly somebody who's been with her a long time. A very long time. Like has dedicated his life to her completely and his kind of almost crazy because he's so into He's into making sure she's okay, but he's also not good at his job. No, he's terrible at his job. He's really, really bad at it. But I have this question, as we talked about uh, last week with Sleepwalkers, where the mom never went out to get her own food. Mm Why does Ellie never? I mean, she does when pressed, but she basically is just like, "Oh, bring to it to me, bring attention to herself, bring attention to herself." Because then, I like when sleepwalkers they have to move every time right. someone realizes like a bunch of people have gone missing because yes. they're feeding on people. Right. So again, like whenever that's why she's like, "I have to move all the time" because like once people realize it's me. So if you have someone else out there who's doing the murders and like people see that person, mm-hmm. they can pin it on that guy. Do you know what I mean, though? Yes. And then she can move on and either find another Renfield if need be right. and continue on. What, which, you know, which is basically what this movie is about, mm-hmm. is, is finding your Renfields, I would yep. say. Uh, so you'd think if he's been doing this for so long that he would know better than to kill somebody and string them up in the most brightly lit area of all time, like steps away from a road. What are you doing? I don't think I don't think he was. I don't think it's as brightly lit as like, I think that's part of the lighting <laughs> in that area. It, it looks like a fluorescence, like a parking lot fluorescence, like super bright. It but, also looked like it was out in like the like dead of snow. Yes. Like, I mean, it's like freezing. There's snow everywhere. Like, it's like, it's not like he was like in like a side street. It looked like he was, had gone out a little bit into the woods from right. where they're at. But there's, so, people, but there's people walking because they're freaking Nordic or whatever, and they go out in the middle of like the dead of cold. Let's go out to with a walk. the big white, beautiful, fluffy dog. And so this big white, fluffy dog sees him out there with this guy strung up, smells the blood, and, and is like, so hey. the dog is like, "Hey!" And the dog's not leaving. 
because dogs know when Uh shit's going down too. So he has to hastily make a retreat. uh, And Ellie is not happy with his performance. Because he hasn't brought any blood back for her. So that means she has to go out on her own to get Mm -hmm. some. uh, And pulls the help me routine in the bridge. Under the bridge when it made me think about what's that happy death day. I was like, don't go under a bridge. Under a bridge. Another trope. I was like, this is another bad thing, like in a dark corner under a bridge. No, it's very true. But I don't, I mean, pretty much everyone in the world, if you hear a little kid saying, help me under a bridge, you would go because you're like, oh. That's why they do that. That's like, it reminds me, this is so bad. This reminds me of living in Russia. And they were like, hey, when you're walking around like certain parts of Moscow, there's like these things called petty hoods. And it's okay. basically like the underwalks, instead of doing crosswalks, they do underwalks. Okay. Because the streets are so busy and no one freaking stops. If you've ever watched YouTube of Russians driving. Yeah. And they just hit people and just yeah. randomly, they just keep going. It's crazy. So underneath the petty hoods, there's always beggars usually underneath. And they're like, don't trust a gypsy lady who throws you a baby. Because there's not actually a baby in there. They'll make a baby sound like, wah, wah, and throw you a thing. So they can rob you. Oh, wow. That's intense. So they're like, don't. So that's why I'm like, I don't trust it. Even if you hear a kid re- yelling like that, like I would call a cop first or do something. Is that bad? Oh, interesting. Gypsy training. Uh, well, she uh, she gets the guy a nice, you know, drinking head turning around backwards kind of stuff. Uh, and then we have the meet cute with Oscar and Ellie on the playground. Uh, they have a like really sad little jungle gym in the middle. Because well, it's covered in snow yes. right now in the middle but of the like, But it's just by itself. And it's yeah. not... There's nothing else. There's no swings. There's no slide. It's just, it's just like a like, climbing structure. And it's not even one that seems very fun, <laughs> you know? Well, it looks like what our play structures used to look like. They weren't like how yeah. they are now. Like they're all plastic and all different. Back in the day, we had like pieces of metal. Yes. Like in random places. And that's literally what our playgrounds looked like in the 80s. So like I was like, yep, that is correct. Uh, but she looks quite dirty. Uh, he says she, she's, she's not wearing a coat. She's not wearing any shoes. And it is snowy cold. Like I'm mean, this whole movie. I was cold because I'm just like, it looks so cold. Yes. And he uh, says that she smells funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she but she tells him straight away. I don't I, we can't be friends. And, I, and he's like, hey, what if I don't want to be your friend? And, you know, it's so sad because, you know, Oscar has no friends. He has no friends. So like he'll take kind of anything he can get, even if it's this weird girl who smells funny and yeah. has like no like proper clothing and like it's, yeah. And, and he asks her if she feels cold, and she says no. And he she says I forgot how. Mm-hmm. Like interesting. That's a little odd. But like, but we know from you know we know Oscar reads and he's a smart cookie. So it's not these little things aren't slipping past him. No, he's taking note. He's definitely taking note. They're adding up, but mm-hmm. he hasn't quite put everything together yet. Um, but he, you know, she does notice that he has the uh, mark on his cheek mm-hmm. and asks about it. And he says that he's been bullied and she says to hit back hard mm-hmm. and then they'll stop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what if there's more of them? There's three of them. And mm-hmm. he's like, hit back even harder. Yeah. Like, Okay. So she's inspiring him to yes. like fight and stand up for himself because he has been really badly bullied at school. And he even like starts like going to like this like workout class. Yeah. Like he goes to lift like weights. lift weights. He's like ask his coaches like, hey guy, uh, can I like lift weights? And they, he's like, yeah, yeah, you can come seven o'clock. You can come. And he's like trying to like build up his strength. And like <laughs> he's got a little skinny little boy arms. He's got these little boy arms with his little barbell. It was like the cutest thing ever. I was dying. I was like, oh no. And the coach isn't even watching him. He's no. just like, eh, like he's got no spot. Like literally no. he's like trying to like lift this sport uh, um, and another thing that ellie uh teases him with is she asks him if he would like her even if she wasn't a girl yeah and he and then i was like what are you then he has to think about that he has to think about that it'll come around later mm-hmm. uh but i was like that's an intriguing question it is an intriguing question um 
and also uh, we have the poor her her handler who like asks him asks her not who's more her Renfield asks him like don't see the boy tonight please and he's so sad because he sees what's happening and he doesn't want yeah she's really is infatuated with this boy Mm -hmm. and like he's really sweet he's also infatuated with her yes like the, he shares his Rubik's cube with her. Yes, like it's so cute. It's very sweet. Like I, every, 1982. Of course, it makes sense. It's a okay. Rubik's cube. You know what I mean? Though, so yeah. it's like, what is that thing? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, and he shows her, and she like figures out the Rubik's cube, and that's part of one of their things that connects them as well, because um, she's smart and can figure it out, and shows mm-hmm. him how to do it, and that bonds them again even more. Um, but she, Ellie, the guy handler doesn't have to worry about like Oscar seeing Ellie that night because he actually goes to see his dad that night, yes. which doesn't live in the same place because his parents are separated. And he goes to see his dad, which has an amazing sweater. This is like part of the amazing like coats oh, yeah. and sweaters. Gets that red Sherpa jacket that mm-hmm. he has. I love all these like wonderful like anyway, the sweater game in this movie is very, very tight. It was one of my notes. <laughs> so I want to share that. Yes. Swe- Swedish sweaters from 1982. We yes. like them. But then there's a there's a, a bit of an odd an odd thing because his dad has the friend that comes over. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on. And it's like a, his friend in quotes, right? Brett totes friends in quotes. Okay. I was like, uh So dad I think left that's dad's lover. Yes, dad left because he has a gay lover. Is I this what we're thinking? I think so, but also dad was really hot, very into <laughs> dad, the dad. Dad, dad was, was like hot. I was like, Hey daddy. Very hot. And then he like his boyfriend showed up. I was like, ooh, even hotter. Would watch. Oh. Anyway, yeah, it's not they were they were yeah. but also felt Oscar's isolation yes. in that scene because Where he was connecting with his dad and having a nice They were a nice playing time. a game and like hanging out and enjoying their time together. And then it looked like the dad uh, wasn't drinking while Oscar was there, but then all of a sudden the guy shows up yes. and they're drinking. So Oscar feels excluded in the conversation and then it's just not great. You know, so much so that he hitchhikes home. Uh, mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we have uh, Renfield's next plan where he is going to string up a boy in the school gym to drain. But his friends are there. They come back and find him. He starts to wake up and freak out and start screaming. And this guy, it, it feels so bad for him because he was trying so hard to impress Ellie. And it just goes wrong at every step. He was so, trying to get more young blood for her. He's been picking young men each time. Yes. Because apparently that's what she fancies. Yep. Uh, and so it goes so wrong that he knows the cops are coming and he's busted and there's no way to get out. So he throws acid on his freaking own face. He whispers Ellie before he does it. Like it's for her. And that's so sad. Uh, like the re- So he disfigures himself with acid so that they won't recognize him. And they can't pin And they everything. can't identify him for his other deeds that he's done. Is there anything sadder than a Renfield? I mean, really. A Renfield that has thrown acid on his face? No. That's pretty fucking it's sad. It's brutal. But she does go to see him in the hospital, mm-hmm. and she tries to figure out where he is, and they won't let her in because she's this sad little girl and with bare feet. But the nurse does take pity. She runs outside to go see her, but Ellie's, uh, you know, a vamp, so she can figure out how to get up her own way. So just is crawling up the side of the hospital mm-hmm. and uh, comes to his window, and he's... Her Renfield is in his bed, and he comes, gets out of his bed... Walks over and opens the window. And it's shot from the the one side, so you never quite see his face until they do the full, like, here's his face, guys. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah, he literally has, like, no, like, he can't, his mouth is open, full his on open cheek, now. It does his not exist is anymore. Yeah, um, his, you can see his teeth and his gums and everything because his, his path, his face is fallen off and no matter how much pain he's in he still wants to go over to where she is and he his like last request he takes out his he pulls out his trach like ventilator 
she bites him and drops his body out the window, out the window to the ground to smash on the concrete below. But his last request is that she wants, he wants to feed her. Like it's like a schmoo, like your greatest, your greatest yeah, he, desire he sacrifices himself to is her to make other people eat you and be delicious. So she does it. And then she goes right after that to go see her new Renfield friend. Oh, Oscar. Little Oscar. She shows up at his window and, and she, she he's, he's, she's like, knock, knock. She's like, you have to invite me in. And he's like, okay, like, sure. Come on. Like, yes, you can come in. Like after like a little bit of awakening struggle. Sure. And he asks her uh, how she got in. And he says, she says, I flew. I flew. And she's like, oh, ha ha. Very funny. Sure, very funny. But then he lets her in, not really thinking about it. And then they, she gets in bed with him. These are 12-year-olds, though. So I was like, ooh, it's a little. Well, she's 12, more right. or less, she says. More or less. But she, she gets could, in bed. She gets in naked. Naked her, with him. Her clothes mm-hmm. are covered with blood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, do you want to be my girlfriend? Like, do you want to go steady, lady? And she's like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, yeah. Well, kind of like what we're doing already, but like we say we steady. He's like, okay. But then she reiterates like. Even if I'm not a girl, right? And he's like, yeah, no problem. Like mm-hmm. he's thought about it and he's decided boy or girl loves her anyway. Yeah. No matter what. Pretty great. Yep. So she leaves him a note in the morning and like, and as he looks out his window, this is my favorite part. And he's like, you realize why, how it was so crazy. Cause you look at his ledge, there's no ledge outside. Yeah. Like there was no place for her to be like, literally she had to have flown in he's, to get in there. Like on the third or fourth story. There's yeah. like, the windows are all space far apart. There's no way to get up there, Mm-mm. but he's not, it doesn't seem to bother him. So he goes on a school field trip this next day. Oh, this is probably one of the worst field trips I could think of in cinema history. Oh my god, it's epic! So goes this is a hot mess. So bad. So there's like I I had like a split screen of my notes here because there's like the little kids that are like need to go pee that are like out like they're about to go like ice skating on the like this free skate. But her Renfield had a couple nights ago dropped one of these bodies in this like hole of water basically by where this ice rink's at. So you know it's about to be found. And and then Oscar has found this stick. This I think it's a ski pole. Yeah. And he is waiting because he knows these bullies are going to come for him. And he's like, now he's, he's ready. met Ellie and he, she's told him to hit him and he's going to fucking do it. So the bullies come for him and they're like, okay, well, we're going to mess you up. And he's like, I'm going to hit you with this stick. And they're like, no, you're not. And he's like, no, I really am. And so the they're bull- like, no, we always just hit you and you never hit back, which he's, which, which Ellie even called him out on. And she's yeah. like, do you not hit back? She's like, you need to hit back now. Yes. So he has this stick and he hits him as hard as he can in the head, hits him in the ear with the stick. So we have this kid screaming at the exact same second that the kids find the body in the snow and they start the kids screaming. kids that are peeing. And so the teacher's like, Whoa, there's two kids on either side of the pond screaming. Just wailing. I mean, this other kid and there's blood coming out of this kid's ear now. And Oscar feels fucking great. He looks like he's just like hit Nirvana. Yes. Like his face is just like the smile. So is like happy. so peaceful. Yes. I did what I had to do and mm-hmm. it feels amazing. And you're like, oh, Oscar. You have serious mental problems, Oscar. Um, and so she, uh, Oscar takes Ellie back to the little like hideout. And he's like, oh, we're not supposed to be here. The old older kids hang out here. Uh, and decides that he wants to be blood blood brothers. They want to do a blood pact with her. Not realizing. She's a freaking vampire. She's a vampire. So he cuts her his hand and she's like, come on, cut your hand. It's no big deal. And she's like, no, 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 no. I can't hold back. She looks up that blood that's dripped off the floor from his little hand and tells him to get, get out the, the hell out of there because I think she wants to eat him. Yes. In that moment and like wants his blood because it is her favorite kind, young boy and delicious. Mm, mm. Young boy blood. So he gets the hell out of there. 
And then we go back to these people we haven't really talked about yet. This yes. is like Locke and friends. Yes. And so it's like I love that they hang out in a Chinese restaurant. Like it's not a bar. It's like they just like hang out at a Chinese restaurant yeah. all day. It's I've never seen a movie where like that's the hangout. I'm like I really like it. It's kind so of so these cool. are guys that are friends with one of the first victims, yes. Jack or whatever, who's gotten like who's gotten the one that they just cut out of the ice. Mm-hmm. This is their friend, and so these guys have been commiserating. George, we've seen earlier too, who's this cat man who witnessed her. Um, taking the guy from under the bridge as well. Yes, and he's got he's got crazy cat lady, he's, but he's a guy. But he's, he's a got guy. like fifty cats. Gaggle of cats. The cats cats are coming back because cats can recognize and Man. see. Yes, like we've had in the Sleepwalkers mm-hmm. and like even Juwan. Like yes. we've had these cats like checking out people. Um, they're the bellwether. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the lady in the in the group of friends, yeah, Virginia, she gets uh, she gets attacked, and her boyfriend comes out, sees what's happening, kicks Ellie away, mm-hmm. um, takes they just take her home. I'm like she just like she's bleeding copiously, like from out the neck, her neck. Do you not take her to the hospital? Nah. These are not good friends. No. And also because like also when they're trying to get like their friend George to like go to the like the police about this because like he's witnessed it. He's like, no, because he knows he's the crazy cat guy. Yes. And they'll he's never like, believe him. They won't believe me. They'll put me in a like mental institution. He's like, I don't want to go to mental institution. Another time we don't trust the mental institutions again. I don't think you should ever trust just, a mental institution. You don't want to check yourself <laughs> in. Right. And so. Um, and I, But I love this scene where uh, she wakes up the next morning and her hand happens to be in a patch of sunlight mm-hmm. and it burns her. Yes. And then she wakes up up and she realizes she can hear fucking everything like and also like sound. her own smell of her blood as she peels like the like bandages off of her neck from the night before and she uh so she she's knows i think she kind of knows she knows something's up because she's got the the, the double mark yeah the, like it's the, the bite va- mark the vampire mark on mm-hmm. her neck uh and then we have uh ellie there's like the you know the cute little Oscar Ellie stuff that goes on, and you just kind of root for them, even though they're, they're adorable. Both... I know it is so bad. You're like she's like a, a little vampire child, but like there's something really endearing about them finding each other because they both really don't have anybody. Yes, that like can relate to them. But then I also just feel like Ellie. It's just she needs Renfield, and it really could be anybody. And oh, this kid's kind of available and twisted. He'll do. As I don't really like, even though I think she likes him because he's. There's something about him she likes. I also feel like I don't trust her at all. Like it's not because it's not like oh she loves them. It's mm-hmm. just like you're using them to to oh, your I own. I thought it mates. was sweeter. Gosh, okay. you don't think so? Well, now that I think about it, but I also like I just really just found like it's gonna be a really lonely existence. You're gonna yes. she's gonna live for freaking ever. Like if she has a connection with somebody in this moment, mm-hmm. I think she's probably genuinely happy to have a freaking connection with somebody in that moment. Sure, but I feel like, you know, we had Martin a couple of weeks ago who was a vampire mm-hmm. question mark with mm-hmm. no no powers. And here we have a vampire with powers. And you feel like she if she's been around for two hundred years, as the tagline says, mm-hmm. why is she not doing more stuff and having more fun and taking care of herself? Like she lives in school. I didn't realize that though, honestly, because I didn't read the tagline before I saw yes. the movie. And so I didn't know that she had been around for I didn't know how long old she was. Um, so I didn't know if she was a newer vampire or been around for a little bit, more or less. I want more like Lestat level stuff where you're yeah. like really like using it for all it's worth. But she has weird stuff that's like a lot. I think she just doesn't want to be too flashy yes. because that's when you get noticed as well. Right. So I think she's perfected. Like she has expensive things that she shows, you know, Oscar yes. later. Like this thing is worth a you know bajillion dollars basically. Like this will get you anything you want. Like she has stuff like that around her. Right. But she tries not to use that unless she needs it to like move to the next place or whatever she needs to do. It just doesn't seem like a very fun vampire existence. But also she's a girl. Yeah. So if you're 12 
Do you know what I mean? Though I think that's different if you look like a 25 year old man sure. and you can get a job someplace right. and blend in, so to speak. Yeah, but you just pull like a Claudia from Interview the Vampire, where you kind of like saddle up to women as like mommy figures, and then that's who you eat. Like you could play the 12 year old girl. But she angle. also per- likes boys. Was yes. what what her Renfield was getting for her. So sure. maybe that's like. Well, that's a whole different movie, ain't it? Right. Uh, but let's talk about this cat attack. Holy shit. So Virginia, our like newly turned vamp lady, shows up to the cat guy's apartment. And he's like, hey, come on in. Invites her in. Yes, he does. And she comes in and all the cats start hissing. And then they just, a billion cats jump, jump all over her. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and he just runs outside and then like leaves her in there. I was like, really, dude? Yeah, not very good friends. Uh, but I will, I will say uh, the... So we had the cat attack last week in Sleepwalkers, mm-hmm. which, you know, I know they're, you know, fake cats and whatever, but like, it looked pretty good. This is so, the CGI on these cats, not quite there. And I, I feel like this, you know, the cat attack doesn't have, I mean, you're like, whoa, but it doesn't have the punch it should have. And you're like, holy shit, those all these cats on her. There's just the CGI in this woman kind of freaking out. That's my feelings. Oh, I was like jacked up by it. So I guess it just depends on the moment. Okay. Huh? okay. All right. Um, And then we show. I mean, I have it like underlined in triple. <laughs> it is It is pretty exciting. Uh, not as exciting as so she wakes up in the hospital. This is even better. Even better where she's like, you have to. She's I'm, telling her boyfriend. She's like, hey, I think I got what this little girl had. It's some sort of infection. It's an infection. And I don't want to live. I want to yeah, die. I want to die and I need to die. And he's like, okay. So he leaves the room and gets the nurse guy or whatever, and he comes in to check on well, her. I think he leaves, and like I think she really is asking her him to kill her. Yeah, and he doesn't. He can't do he it. Can't do it. But she knows what she needs to do. So she's like, "Hey, nurse, can you just open those blinds, please? Because it's morning and the sun is brightening out. I, and this is fucking amazing. It's great because she just catches on fire, and it's just because there's a real shot of like fire in a room where it's just up on the combustion yeah it just like explodes yeah full on from the hospital bed straight up to the ceiling yes like in a big cannon of v like it's just like wash thumbs up for me this shot is more than i expect from this kind of film i wrote vamp suicide by sunlight yes yes but you know i you know i don't expect the big flashy stuff from this film because it's so low-key everything else about it has been so chill so then when it happens even the like yeah that was a lot whoa so then we have uh the scene where oscar finally asks ellie are you a vampire Mm -hmm. uh and they you know they have this scene kind of they're touching hands through a door like they can't really look at each other because they're so like each other but he's so nervous about mm-hmm. asking her and she says i live off blood yes and she, but then he says are you dead and she says no mm-hmm. um and so then he's i mean he's figured it out and he's figured it out and now he's kind of a little bit of a dick in this moment he's kind of fucking with her a little bit because like she like you know wants to like try to get closer to him yes and then she goes down to like his apartment and stuff and he's she's he's she's like you have to invite me in and he's like no nah. But what'll he, happen if you come in? But didn't he already invite her in when he came into her bedroom? Is it room by room? Because you'd figure like if you invite you in, it would be in the whole house. But anyway, this sequence is... Well, this was up in her apartment, I thought. He had asked her and then she comes down to him. Well, because she comes and sleep in naked with him in his bedroom. But he had invited her in before, but that's not an always, I mm, think. I think okay. you always have to like be like, yes, Every you time. come in. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. Uh, and this is pr- probably the coolest, uh, for me, the coolest part of this mm-hmm. film where she's like, okay, and she comes in. She, and for a minute, she looks okay. And then she just starts bleeding. Out the eyes, out the ears. Scalp. Out the shoulder. Everything. Like, just blood is pouring out of her. And so he's like, okay, 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 you can come in. And then immediately it stops. Uh, what a cool idea. Cause you yeah, because you always wonder you what always happens wonder. if they... if they Because you're like, there's no... He's like, there's no barrier. Like, is there I was, a force field? He said all the things that you're like, yes, these are all the things we want to know about vampires. Like, if we don't don't invite them in, what happens if they just force their way in? Because sometimes they seems like they do. Yes, and this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he's... he's uh, you know, she asks him, she says like, hey, you're kind of like a murderer, right? Like, you have fantasies about murdering. Like, what if we could, like, murder together? Like, what if mm-hmm. you could be me and we could do this together? Um, and then uh, he, she goes to take a shower because she's covered in blood. Yep, covered in blood. Most of this movie, Ellie is. Yes, she is. From the mouth down, she's yep. just. It's a. It's a lot of laundry. Being a vampire, you know, she doesn't seem to be the laundry type, though. She is not. She is living. I think she just gets other stuff. Yeah. So he offers like one of his mom's dresses to her, and like yeah. is like, yeah, they're playing music and like hanging out. They're yeah, just enjoying is, life together now. It's like, like a yeah, brief, this work. a brief moment of them like bopping together to music, which is very adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then. Uh, Locke shows up, yeah. right? Who uh, has figured out? Oh, wait, we have to back up one second because there was a moment here. He saw her naked. Yes, he peeks in on her changing, mm-hmm. sees her vag, which is has a strange stitch mark across it. Yeah, it looks like so. There's some sort of trans thing going on where she keeps hinting that maybe she may not be a girl, but she also doesn't seem to be a boy. But I also wasn't sure if that was just because like vampires don't need to like have bodily functions like normal people anymore. Sure, but it's not like stitched up on the bottom bit where yeah, you it's would straight be, across, straight I, across the top. So I drew a weird picture. Oh, you drew a picture <laughs> of it. Yeah, so I was good. like, that's really weird. I was wondering about it too. But it's just like you just see it for a second, and Oscar mm-hmm. kind of backs away, and they never go back to it. But it's you know this I interesting. Have, yeah, I have no idea what she is anymore. No, and it doesn't really matter. Uh-huh. And, and that's the cool thing about it is that he doesn't care. No. Um, so then yes, Locke shows up and she says he's, she, he finds her in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and she's in the tub. That is her little coffin. Yeah. So she like, the windows are all blacked out in the bathroom. Like this guy is like, he's taken a trail past like all the places where his friends have basically been attacked and like finds her apartment and like, is like, I'm going to find her. Mm He, um, and Oscar's huddled in the kitchen. You don't see him, but we, we see him, but yes. Locke doesn't see him. And he grabs like a little knife from the kitchen and he's like prepared to like it's attack pre- her. Pretty small knife for your, yeah, what I was you're like, planning on doing. But. Your purpose is it's probably not going to. Swiss Army knife or something. It looked yeah. like it was like tiny little thing. Yeah. Finds her in the bathroom and is about to stab her in the neck when Oscar screams no from behind, wakes Ellie up and Ellie mm-hmm. jumps on him and just has a little field, field day. And Oscar just backs away, closes the door. Yep. Let's her do her thing. Well, also because the guy tried to pull down the like seal on the on the window to let light in on yes. her, and he was like, "No, you can't destroy her." He's like too deep. But then she comes up and is all bloody and just hugs him and says, "Thank you," because he saved her life. Mm-hmm. And so now, but now she realizes she has to leave because now the trail has led back the, to her apartment yeah. and she's got to get out of there. Too much blood has led to her, so she needs to move on to the next town or next wherever she's got to get to now. And so we go to back to her apartment and it's empty and all of her stuff is gone. She had a little collection of things she had gotten from dead people over mm-hmm. the years. All uh, her valuables all and her stuff little, that she'd shared with him before. Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, so we have Oscar crying because mm-hmm. she's gone. Um, and so then, he, yeah, he goes to school. Mm-hmm. And one of his classmates is like, hey, why don't you come hang out tonight at the pool? We're all going to be there. And he's like, great. 
And so the it's big, a setup. The big finale begins. It's where, a big ass setup from the kid who he had beaten in the ear. And his older brother's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to take your eye out with a switchblade now. Um, Oscar, why does he not just swim to the middle of the pool? I mean, I know the they guy can, grabs his head. I know, but he swim. He says, come here. He swims towards him. I don't think he thought that's what they were going to do to him. I don't think he realizes oh, he that said, they were going to like. He says he's going to hold him underwater for three minutes. Oh. And if he can breathe, if he's alive after three minutes, then they'll let him go. I guess it's kind of like how he was at the beginning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Then when she wasn't there, like he was like anything they would tell him. I mean, he had to walk home with his like pissed soaked like pants at yeah. one point because like they literally when he was in the pool before working out they got all his clothes and like peed on them and he had to carry his bag of clothes home like he's yeah. had a series of very horrible interactions with yeah. these people already but it's an where he just was like he freezes yes and it's interesting to think that ellie is his strength that, that once she's gone it's kind of that strength he had is gone mm-hmm. as well uh so he grabs his head and holds him underwater um and this is so uh masterfully shot this sequence where you just have you're looking underwater at oscar's head holding and then all of a sudden you hear screaming but you hear screaming as if you were underwater mm-hmm. that kind of very far away the point sound. of view yep. uh and then all of a sudden there's some kids sneakers that go flying by and up and out and then a head drops into the water mm-hmm. and then the hand that an arm yep the hand that is holding his head is is dropped into the water mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Ellie has come to save him mm-hmm. and killed all of his classmates really horribly. Well, the bullies won, not all of them, just the bullies. Yes. Well, except for the one <laughs> except kid. Except the one who, who, who backed was, away, who backed closed away and, his eyes. Yes, and he was not looking. Mm-hmm. So he and, couldn't see what was going on. So she saved. She let him go. Mm-hmm. But he came back to, to, to rescue him. She comes to the rescue. So as a thank you. There they go. Off away. Are they, where are they going? We don't we end, know. We started our vampire month basically like Martin with on a train. Yes. We end on a train. On a train yes, here. Yes. And they have her in her little cough, travel coffin. It's a box. Yeah. But he's earlier in the movie, the one of the things he had taught her because they shared a wall between their apartments. He had taught her Morse code. So they could speak to so each other. So they could speak to each other even when like their parents like had gone to bed or they were supposed to be asleep. Mm-hmm. So they're using Morse code to tap little notes to each other through like as she's in the travel box as they're riding on the train. And I was like, why is the window open? It's so cold. I was like, oh, because she's with him. Yeah. And they got to keep it, you know. Yeah. And then, chill. so they're off onto their next adventures and he's going to be the next Renfield to not be wonderfully rewarded. Poor Oscar. Not, he thinks he's getting a good deal, but he's not getting a good deal. But for him, maybe because his life has not been great. His mom wasn't super helpful with yeah. him. Like she didn't realize like, like how, like his, how he, badly he was being bullied um, and was not very helpful. She kept sending him to her, his father. His father, as soon as he got there, was didn't pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. So parents, pay attention to your kids mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> is the moral of the story. But I think it would be cool to do, <laughs> I mean, I guess you couldn't because the actress would have aged, but it would be cool to do like a now, like do another, do a sequel now. Yeah. Of, like where they are now because you could use Oscar, the same actor for Oscar and uh-huh. but I guess Ellie would have aged. So you yeah. Know. But it would be cool to be like the the further adventures of Oscar and Ellie and where, where they go. So let the right one in. Yeah. Um, the gore factor for this movie, yeah. uh, one, is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, is a puddle of blood. Three, is enough blood to gross at the average viewer. Four, is a bathtub of blood. Five, is run for the barf bag. And we give let the right one in a five for gore. There's a lot of gore in this movie. There's I mean, the, from seeing someone get blood let out of their neck from the very beginning, you know yeah. what I mean, though? And like all the bloodletting. 
and combustion and then like decapitations and, and then the, just the aftermath of the pool scene at the end random body pieces just for that alone yeah this is not like sexy vampires and this is like animalistic tear you apart and then break your neck and then like dismember you kind of terry's thumbs up smiling a mile wide i want to tear you apart it was great <laughs> i was like yes and uh, movie ratings. Movie ratings. Um, we got zero to five chainsaws. One of your desperate. Two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three seen worse, seen better. Four not too shabby. Five fantastical. And and Terry gives it a five. I freaking love this movie. I loved it from beginning to end. I thought it was. I didn't know what I was getting into. I mean, I knew it was vampy because the name, but I just didn't know like what to expect. But I thought it was like beautifully shot, and I felt for these kids and their lost souls on the planet. And uh, I, I think they need hugs. Uh, I give Let the Right One in a four and a half. All right. Uh, so I really like this film and I, I love the the cinematography and I love the tone of it and I love the performances. Um, I love the vampire stuff that they do with it. And there's some really fun new stuff they do. The bed flame thing is amazing. Um, and her thing, actually getting in without being let in. It's yeah, great. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a really like unique look at vampirism and I really enjoy it. However, it's not a fun watch. It's kind of... I, I don't know, like, because I, I had seen it when it came out and I'd seen mm-hmm. it a couple of times and, like, I was kind of dreading watching it a little bit just because it's so dark and, like, there's no let up from it and it's just, like, everything's terrible and the murders and the bullying. That's and, so like, funny to me because you, like, love, I feel like that's usually more your real house. Like, Oculus felt like that to me where I was like, oh, nothing good is ever going to happen here, <laughs> ever. And sure. I don't like that. But this, I still felt kind of a little bit optimistic because okay. I was like, oh, they're riding off on the train in the sunset. Like, she, I mean, obviously, it's probably like an annual for him ultimately, but, like, I was like, I still had a little glimmer of like okay they got away hope together. that like their lives are going to be better for a hot minute you know okay. so like she needs to eat again you sure. know it's just that kind of like nordic bleakness that i i find kind of sad and there's that kind of veil of melancholy over this whole the film. veil of cold all the time too yeah. i can imagine living in a place like that being cold not very fun uh so next week we are starting a round of movies that could be classified as horror and could be classified as science Sci-fi, fiction. Yeah. People debate back and forth on what these are. They have a lot of horror elements, but also have a lot of sci-fi elements. This is a round requested by our delightful producer, Mr. Adam. Adam. So in his honor, uh, next week we'll be talking about Alien. Which, which I have never seen. I'll admit it. In for a treat. I'm very excited. I mean, obviously I've seen some like iconic clips and I, you know, the Sigourney and all that good stuff. Talk but- about some final girls, man. I'm very excited to yeah. see this for real. And I'm also very excited to watch it with you guys. Yes. Oh, my God. What could be more fun than watching horror movies with your friends? Answer? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> On that note, do you like watching horror movies with your friends? Let's talk about horror movies because we love to talk about them. Yeah. You can talk to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We will be there. We will answer you. We are on those things more than we should be because that's how it works. Yeah, because we're at work or whatever, but it's fine. Um, tech, yeah, message us. <laughs> it's great. Um, and make sure um, if you haven't backed us on Patreon yet, please do. Um, every little bit helps. We want to be able to like keep giving you great content all year round. And we have some fun stuff coming up later this year that I can't wait to share with you guys. So let's help uh, make it happen. Yeah. All right. We will see you next week for Alien. Ha, ha, ha.